Yo, I feel like singing that Willow Smith song right now. I really do. I don't know. It's stuck in my head, bro. Um, Which one? Officially, the the wait a minute. She performed oh. at Coachella, and the clips have been all over my TikTok. And every all morning, I've just been like, wait a minute. I think <laughs> I lost my conscience in a six dimension. So I've been singing that. It's right a good song. Right she sounds now. she sounds good on that too. She she sounds great. The live version a, is even better. And she's one of those few artists where like the live version of the of the song. Remember what was that other one that went viral? The um oh. Call of Live. That one. <laughs> have you heard have you heard the studio version of that song? It's fucking no. terrible. No, I haven't. <laughs> it is not good. The I live the live to, version is amazing. I listen to TikTok radio only. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I get all my uh, my new jams and stuff. But nonetheless, hold on. First of all, we got to do a proper intro. I am yeah. here. I am Meals. Um, of course, this is the A Show. You're tuning in. Episode 288 of these damn things. Have we been doing this 288 weeks in a row? Um, if you're surprised to hear the voice on the other line, yes, Justin is not in today. We're doing something very special this week. We're doing a little Freaky Friday. We're doing a little Topsy Turvy. We're doing a little something else where Justin is going to be on the War Report this week with Cyrus. So this week... I have Quan here from the War Report. We're doing it a little yeah. bit different style. You get a break from everything that happens Tuesday and thereafter <laughs> um, to talk about everything that happened on Friday and, well, I guess everything from like last Wednesday to hereafter. Mm-hmm. But Quan from the War Report, welcome back to the A Show. What is up, my friend? Thank you for having me. Um... For anybody who doesn't listen to the War Report, you should. My name is Quan. Just want to introduce myself real quick. I have been a wrestling fan for over twenty years. I've uh, been with the A Show for has it been three three years? No, I feel like we're in oh the third God. year. I feel like I we're we approaching the third, the third year. year. I feel like we're approaching at least the third year with this. My but goodness, you've done I mean, you guys done a great job. <laughs> I legitimately, let me tell you when I listen to you guys, I listen to you guys on Sunday when I go running in the morning. Um, That's good. And I, and I personally have my time aside to it. And like, it, funny thing, I'm wearing, um, I sent you those knee things that I think I'm wearing both of them right now because I ran yesterday and I actually had a good run. Um, oh, good. But yeah, a good run always means like pain and <laughs> oldness and knees and mad shit. Um, when you weigh more than the speed you're running, apparently. <laughs> so that's well, how I'm going to put it on. Well, well, let me tell you. <laughs> my knees fighting for their lives. My knees, yeah. my feet. Um, if anybody who had didn't listen to the War Report last week, I was telling Cyrus about how <laughs> my shoe. I've been running in these shoes for a couple of years now, and I just there's like a big hole. You're right bugging. where the big toe is supposed to be at. You have a year with an S at the end, bro. Like, you're bugging. <laughs> I know. But you got to understand, though, it's only for, like, I'm only using them half the year. It's cold outside out here, man. So, like, I'm not running every week. I figured, you know what, though? I should have been got new sneakers. I, I ain't even going to lie to you. Sneakers but, just, listen, sneakers deteriorate just in general. Just in general. I know. Yeah. I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. <laughs> but my big toe went through the hole, and I, like, stepped on a rock really hard. And I've been paid ever since. Bro, we got to get you new fucking running shoes. New running I shoes know. is a godsend, just in general. That's, 
because you definitely feel the cushion of a when when it's oh, worn when you got a running shoe you don't really you feel, feel it, it anymore because you're just used to it but when you have the cushion of a new running shoe and it's pushing back as you're pushing down you feel like oh this is how running is supposed to be <laughs> you, got, you got you got a little bounce you know what i mean yeah, a little bounce something a like bounce it's a uh, i need to get new running shoes I have my homeboy who works at Nike who says, like, yo, just hit me up anytime. So I'm just waiting until I'm waiting for a lot of things, to be honest. A Nike I'm plug. I'm, I'm waiting for a parlay to hit. I don't know about you. Let me tell you I've, something. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> who screwed me over the other day? Ruined my, ruined my damn. Oh, it was um somebody tall who didn't get eight rebounds and really upset me. Who was it? Uh, Jared Allen. Who, Freaking Jared, Jared Allen. Let me tell you something. That, that man, I was watching the game. That man looked like he wanted to be anywhere else in the world besides playing a playoff basketball game. He didn't box out. I didn't see that man jump for no rebounds. He he had like 15 points, but it was like at the end. Yeah, I, man, nah, he got pissed, shook. Pissed me off. He got pissed me shook. Off, no. So here's the thing with um the betting. I have not been betting on the Knicks games because. Understandable. I, yeah, I, nah, I just got too much more anxiety dealing with it <laughs> in general. So I don't want that to be added and weighed on it. So I don't really bet on Knicks games. Um, if there's anything that I'll bet for sure, I might just bet um, Jalen uh, Brunson over. That might be the only thing that I ever bet on these games. He's um, hooping. Yeah, he's hooping. He's, really, he's doing really good. Otherwise, I bet on the other games. The best team by far. They haven't given me our roundup of the year for basketball yet. Um, in terms of like who you bet on, and, like what are the best things? By far, the best team consistently I've been on is the Celtics. They are an efficient ass team. They're like yeah. okay, 25, 20 from Jalen and and um, Jason at least every time. That and, that's a team where you know who's scoring. You know who's yeah. getting the bucket. Maybe, Absolutely. Maybe Horford every once in a while. Yeah. yeah, everyone knows where it's supposed to be at. Yeah, and that's the teams that you you, you want to go against. Like even the Suns as well. The Suns last year was my betting team because you know which position everybody's playing. You know Chris Paul is the assist guy. Um, yeah, you get DeAndre Ayton when he when he sometimes he like to pretend he a real power forward with his, <laughs> so he may not grab some rebounds and he might just shoot the ball a little bit more often. Um, but you, yeah, those teams where you know where the points are coming from. Um, that's what I bet on. No offense to like, I don't say no offense, but I know you're going to listen to this and be like, yo, fuck you. Um, no offense to the heat, but <laughs> I never know where no. the points are coming from. That, that team has no, I, I look, shout out to the heat, shout out to Mark and everybody, but that team has no identity. I don't know who, who's supposed to be the guy there. I guess, I mean, I guess it's Jimmy. But then, Jimmy, even I mean, when you Jimmy bet on Jimmy, out. you don't, Michael, Jimmy, out. Butler, Jordan, you know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I, I, I didn't watch I the game. I, I saw that stat line. I saw that stat line. It said fifty. I said fifty six. No, nah, right. I watched it with Raw last night. Like he was balling out. Like essentially, it's interesting the psychology of like basketball when you go on a run and how other teams kind of like you see them kind of recede into themselves. Um, that's mm. kind of what the Bucks did, which is kind of unheard of considering all the firepower and how great they've done this season, but. Listen, and man, they, all those guys got playoff experience. Not like these are a bunch of like right. new dudes in the playoffs. It's the same team as last year. Absolutely. I don't know. And 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 um, the Heat don't have Tyler Hero. 
Um, they don't got, you know, man been playing like ass. So, you know, it was a, it was it, Jimmy Butler willed his way to a victory last night. So I got to give respect on that, at least that, but yeah, I'm not really betting on the heat to be honest with you. Not like betting, like not betting on them to win. It's just, they're not a team. I'm assembling any parlay. I'm, I'm not putting my so money up on, on the heat. I don't trust them. Look, as a Pistons fan, I ain't putting no money on no damn Pistons either. So I, I wouldn't even know who to, put, I wouldn't even know who to put money on. <laughs> For that team, I stuck, honestly, I stuck a couple <laughs> things on Jay, on um, Wiseman at the end of the thing, and then they started playing him less, I believe. So, yeah, so, um, oh, I stopped yeah. watching them in February, so I couldn't tell you what happened to the Pistons. I'm not watching those games, not till they but, get my, my, my guy Victor, but yeah, well, they I've been watching a lot of everything, it's been really fun. I hit on a parlay a couple days ago. What I've been doing is I hit on it. Because what I used to do is just let my money sit in all the things, and then I would proceed to lose it week by week. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've just been, I've been going in, winning, pulling the shit out, um, assembling a, a a fund for a new couch, and um, probably some clothes and shit, um, so I can actually enjoy myself for once. But yeah, you know, it's crazy. We weren't supposed to talk about this. We were supposed to talk about beef on Netflix. <laughs> we were supposed to talk about beef on Netflix. <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about beef on Netflix now? I feel uh, like it's banned. No, I feel like we can talk about it, like really, really quickly. Let's it's let's canceled. talk about it really quickly. I mean, let's it is talk canceled. about it real quickly. It's canceled. Um, I the premise of the show was funny. I think what drew me in was what was that la- what was that song they played in the first episode at the end? Um, was it a uh, Drive by Incubus? Yes. I think that's no, 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 no. I was no that 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 wasn't the first episode. The first episode was it Drive? No, it was fucking. Let me let me pull it up because I I talked to somebody and I was like, Yo, he he I performed Drive at the church. But what was the song in the beginning? It was a song I really liked too. I forgot what. The yeah, hell was it? I was like, fuck. What was it? Um, damn. I'm gonna look it up uh, right now. Med text. Um, every song that put the website that's cool. All right, let's see what they played. They played the liquid. Oh, it, it was the reason. The reason by who The that's reason. So I was like, oh wow, didn't see that coming. Wow, soundtrack. Okay, you got me. Um, I love the music choice of the on the show actually. But like, the show was great for me until probably like episode nine. <laughs> episode nine for me is when that show like when you take realistically beef so beef is about a show about two people beefing um i love the you know asian american uh representation throughout the show so i was like oh this is different like this is something yeah. i never really kind of see um so two people beefing um that boy, leads to like obsession like, with each other right. an obsession with each other that lasts for uh, 10 netflix episodes <laughs> um um so it continued to escalate in various ways, but I feel like realistically at any point, I've never had beef with someone that has extended this long with me caring. I don't know if it's like me being an Aquarius where I don't even like getting in Twitter spats that go on more than like two posts. You know, like, you know what? You know what? I think me and you are very similar and we're kind of even keeled in our temper or even just just in like any kind of emotions. Well, I might be a little bit more emotional because I'd be crying a lot about stuff. But like, 
I also am with you on it in the aspect of like I just don't have the energy to be beefing with people yeah. to the point where like you know what I mean there's there's nobody in my life where like it's all on site or some shit like that or like no the last I just don't have beef, that kind of energy. The last beef, well, the most notable beef I remember, not notable, but like one of the last ones I had. So I was I was freshman year in college. And I actually got out of like this vocational high school, which was mostly guys. It was for engineering and like electrical and computer engineering. So it was like a mostly guys high school. So I yeah. finally got to college and there were girls everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Women in um, STEM. <laughs> no, I was still in my liberal arts bag. Oh, you're saying the black bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, a, I was a very big freshman year. So I was talking to a lot of people and this guy hated that I had the attention of this girl that he really, really liked. And she was like, I think she found, I don't know if she found him disgusting or whatever, or like lame or something along those lines. But I was in my, I was like, yo, I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm talking. He hated me for so long because of that. Like they, there was an exercise where people in other classes had to grade each other's papers and he got my paper and he gave oh, me he like sabotaged you. Yeah, <laughs> he gave me the worst grade ever. I was like, "You can't be serious." That's that's petty as hell. Well, crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't even end up like we didn't end up doing anything realistically. Um, she was as in uh, New York, as New Yorkers say, she was a bait. But ah, <laughs> but that's like the last like major beef that I remember getting into, and that was like over ten years ago. That's like almost fifteen years ago because I don't like doing, but. Nonetheless, especially over something as trivial as like a girl, you know what I mean? You know, and that's that's the sad part is that a lot of times that's what most beef comes down to some kind of like for any any gender. You know, I mean, a lot of times women are going at it 90 percent of the time. There's guys involved somehow, even if it's not romantically. Somehow there's a guy involved. If if women ever come come to blows 90 percent of the time. There was probably some kind of dude involved, and same for men. I, I only time I have really been in any kind of like friction with, with somebody. I remember, um, I remember, uh, damn, it might have been like five years ago. It, I was uh, at the bar with my boy and his girl, and there was this girl that I knew, and um, I saw her at the bar, and we were just talking, chilling, whatever. And then her baby daddy here, like her ex baby daddy, I mean her ex boyfriend, who was also her baby daddy, like pulled up on me. He was like, "Yo, I heard you took my girl out on a date and all." Yeah, I'm like, "Yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just met her just here. I didn't even know she's gonna be here." And like, dude, like, really wanted to fight me, like at the bar. I'm like, "Bro, I'm not fighting at the bar about this. This is nonsense." And it just, like, for what, man? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Like, what, what are you gonna gain from this? Like, I'm too. I forgot who tweeted. I saw somebody tweet the other day. Like, I'm too old to be fighting at this point. Like, I got was too much to the, lose. Was this the energy that they pulled up on? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I didn't. I don't. I'm not even playing the lyrics because it's. Just, you want to play the lyrics? <laughs> no, I'm definitely not. What's crazy is I love this song. <laughs> I love it. I could it's never it's play it's it again, but I, it's I it's feel it's like Usher should feel disgusting. <laughs> you know what song I was th- I was telling my friend about that really just hurt my feelings? It, like, because it really sucks. Cause, like, everybody involved in the song is terrible. Yeah. Club in by Marcus Houston. I can't, there's nothing enjoyable about that song. Everybody on that song is terrible. I terrible love people. that song, man. Come on. When Joe Budden's the best person, like the most, like the best person on the song. Well, yeah. That that's <laughs> saying something. Everybody's <laughs> terrible. 
everybody on that song is terrible. And I love that doing song. The way you doing, you doing, you doing, and making you body- do it to me like, oh. He bodied that verse too. I ain't gonna like, look, man. Uh, upsetting. Everyone on that song is terrible. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a whole. It's a, it's a. Oh, great! They're doing construction now. Um, everyone on that song is terrible. Didn't you know, even you know what? That's until now. That's a good segue. Well, how do you? All right. So you know what? This is a good thing to kind of get into because you know there were rumors that Vince was involved with you know, the show on Monday or whatever, right? How do you, how do you navigate? I'm asking you just like, how do you navigate consuming media when it's attached to like people who probably aren't the most favorable to the public? For example, you know, when we watch beef and there's the, you know, the controversy with uh, the character played by uh, John Cho is his name, mm-hmm. I believe. And, you know, him dealing with whatever stuff he said on a podcast and then how Ali Wong and Stephen Young kind of responded to it, or just you know like wrestle like wrestling. You know, we you're watching a product of Vince, who you know, from all stories told, it seems like he's not a very good person, does some really bad stuff, or you know, listening to a song with some people who've done bad things. Like it's it's almost unavoidable. But how like what's your threshold? Like okay, I can't I can't do that. You know what so I mean? My threshold is R. Kelly. That is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <That is> no. <laughs> threshold. I've never realistically like a lot of people have done bad things, and I've may still consume their their content. Like, and 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 it's weird to kind of understand, but I think R. Kelly reached a barometer where there is kind of like no coming back when the art is mixed with all the wrongdoings, and yeah. you can't really like listen to it. And then it also affects people in a very different, strange way. I hate the mere fact of like everything that he's done it's just something that morally doesn't align with me and it shouldn't morally align with anyone else to be honest with you um but it just morally doesn't align with me now there are some people who can distinguish the art from the thing and like more i guess whatever yours is i I can't really control your life but i know for personally me um it's that kind of stent but like really the, the the reference point for me is r kelly like a bridge too far a step too long we've yeah there's 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 kind of no coming back from that for me so like cancel culture in that kind of aspect i feel like everyone has their own like preferences and their own barometer for it and i respect everyone's because who might have tell someone they can't be offended by something that affects them um, yeah but yeah, I mean, there's so many terrible things that have done in the world, and I don't know if it's like I don't want to say like I can't keep up with them all or can't thing with them all, but it's like I feel like my tolerance with the Vince stuff is definitely not up to the thing of like the R. Kelly stuff yet. Yeah, no, it's, that's not it's not the same. Yeah, um, that's my thing. What about you? <laughs> The R. Kelly thing is funny because I always had the dilemma with the R. Kelly thing. I, I don't listen to R. Kelly's music, but a lot of my favorite songs were written by R. Kelly, done by other artists. Yeah. So that one's kind of like, I, I guess that's those fine. I can't, I'm like, all right, well, you know, yeah. I'm not going to totally you throw can, away. Cause like, if, if you're a music person, you can tell an R. Kelly song. Oh, yeah. By the production, by the way it's yeah. written. What so like it no, no hiding. So you know it. So not like it's some kind of like ignorance type thing, like ignorance is bliss or whatever. But it's just like, yeah. So that's I guess that's kind of the same thing with like WWE at this point. It's kind of like 
yeah, Vince is, you know, he's there, but like, I'm not watching for Vince. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not watching for it, Vince. I'm pretty much watching for everybody else. That's I'm, yeah, so it's like, I guess that's fine. The thing with Beef and kind of that situation, I guess spoilers, but I mean, the character died, so it's not like he's going to be on the next season anyway. Right. Um, with that being said, I wasn't the biggest fan of how Ali and um, Steve kind of responded to it, but also I get that too. I mean, we've seen... They're like terrible people. Be two's already been green. It's on the <laughs> we, way. The budget, the yeah, budget approved. Like we can't stop yeah. this from now. So it's we, interesting how, like, morally, even if you morally disagree with it, like professionally, you kind of have to like go along with it. It's yeah, a very strange just, kind of like yeah. Yeah, man, it's um, it's tough. But yeah, like I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I can't fault anybody for feeling a way about like. You know, we we saw stuff about, like I said, Vince kind of supposedly changing the show around or whatever. And if people want to tune out because of that, I mean, I get it. I think it's me personally. I'm I'm not doing all that, but like, if you feel like okay, I, I don't I don't I don't want to watch this show if he's involved. I get it. Um, I just kind of <laughs> I've I've been on a crusade for a long time now. I know it's ain't on the docket, but like, yo, we don't need the show rundowns i don't need to know that i don't need to know if stuff got cut i don't need to know yeah realistically if stuff gets I, added did I, I don't i don't, I don't I, consume any tv shows where, where i i know when stuff gets cut like when i, I tweeted this yesterday like i'm rewatching breaking bad that did no at no point was i getting reports while watching breaking bad that vince gilligan decided he wanted to change the, the script you know the day before they film like what what difference does that make to me you know what right. i mean now if Did i nothing, learn it nothing. afterwards it's a little bit yeah. different but yeah realistically like before the show honestly i don't pay attention to those reports and i kind of like dodge them in the you know we have the spoiler section in our discord i kind of like dodge that yeah. section before raws and smackdowns because i really don't need to know what happens in the show like the one thing that's going to actually make me i'm gonna look at the card and be like uh okay i'm gonna tune out yeah I'm, I'm gonna look at the card and say that this is ass off, off yeah. rip or you know I'm, so i'm already gonna have pre- preconceived notions of how the show is gonna go and if it doesn't it's go like, exactly the way i want it it's gonna be it's you like, just, um it's setting up for disappointment it's like so the challenge spoilers right so yeah all you're all you're all in i'm all in but realistically not. i know that doesn't make the show um like me knowing what happens is different than me actually seeing it happen like I've known what happens in the world championships for a couple months now. I I forget all the minute details and stuff like that, but I know yeah. what happens. But realistically, the show is ten times better than the narrative surrounding the spoilers itself, where no one knows what happened and it's all speculation. Yeah. So typically, I don't tune into that kind of stuff, and I don't really care. I mean, if you're gonna spin around the show, spin around the fucking show. Um, but then when people find out of like they'll say like oh women's segments were cut in the show then it's like oh here we go and i'm like this is just another reason why we all have to hate professional wrestling right (laughs) yeah it's just you know it's not doing well um i feel like we should we should segue that into the actual wrestling part of the show because we have actually quite a bit of news um in the no holes barred section today whoo okay we start off with a doozy my friend We coming from the forbidden door between your show and our show is completely real. I, 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 I can't escape this guy, man. I, no, no matter where I go. CM Punk Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, we're officially on CM Punk Watch. Um, once again, the last report we heard all this week, all last week, rather, CM Punk, Saturday show, June 17th, United Center. 
they're they're about to announce it. They haven't announced it yet, but they're going to announce it. You know, the, everyone got all the deets, but it's all speculation. Like it's a, this is the wildest press release um, promo run that I've ever seen for a show that hasn't involved anyone actually announcing the show as of yet. But here we are. Um, <clears throat> CM Punk was backstage at WWE Raw this week. WWE Raw, not AEW's Raw. Not I don't even know if he's visited Dynamite since he's been gone. To be honest, I don't think he has. I don't think they had that meeting yet, so I don't think so. So the mere fact that he's been to more Raws than Dynamites over the last eight months <laughs> is kind of nuts. Um, very very surreal. I have um, I have weird. I have weird offhand knowledge about this that um, a, a, a mutual friend who you know jumped in my my DM said that he actually who you know formerly worked for WWE and da 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 da. But um, he said it was kind of surreal seeing it, and like everyone was kind of stressed more than like rather than being like in shock. They were in shock for sure, but they were overall stressed of like what this actually could do considering Tony Khan is probably going to be calling Triple H at some point. <laughs> you know, stop tampering with my guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's be clear. Like, CM Punk is still signed to AEW. I know this isn't the first time an AEW guy has been backstage at a WWE show, as far as we know, but, like, this is... It's so in the midst of everything going on. Yeah, it's so why? strange that he would be there. Why? So why? this is my this is my thing, right? He went there, and he wanted to be known that he was there. Clearly, clearly. So this, it, this there has to be some kind of play to this. If I can, you know, put my conspiracy cap on, there has to be some kind of play. Put it on. We don't really, we don't really know the relationship between CM Punk and Tony Khan and where, like, kind of where they're at. We've heard reports that he wants to be back. He's willing to work with everybody and kiss the ring over there. So for him to come to Raw and then, you know, we hear reports that he met up with Miz, who he's had, you know, public public beef with. I don't want to say he um, met up with Miz. Miz is probably pulling well, into work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably caught him in the parking lot. Say, hey, I, know, hey, I think it is. <laughs> That's right. I know. I know that boy. <laughs> and then um, allegedly, he also had a, a, a uh, interaction with Triple H, who he's also kind of had a public beef. Well, a little bit not as not as public as the Miz one, but how, if you know, how, you know type type how of deal. How long this beef? So is is ten years for Punk? Yeah. How long does how long it take beef to dissipate with CM Punk personally? He he. I mean, look. <laughs> He seems like a spiteful dude. I, I mean, no hashtag knowing punk. I, I don't know, man. I mean, so I guess his, his beef with uh, WWE isn't as serious as we thought it was. I guess time has passed. I mean, as far as the workers at WWE, I don't even know how many of them he even really knows personally. You know what I mean? Besides, they who, know like, him. <laughs> yeah, they know they know him. I don't think he really knows them. Besides, what like Miz. Corey Jade pulled up like, can I get a picture? <laughs> Corey Jade, she, she was there, shit. Um, so I'm sure he went there to go see some of the producers or whatever, whoever's there. I don't know who's over there anymore. But like, I don't know why he. 
All right, so no one knows why he was there. I'm sure. No one, no one knows why he's there. He, we probably won't know. No, I feel like. Think so? You think he'll tell us? He says he's going to say something. He's going to appear on some show or something along those lines in the press run leading up to this. My first initial thought was this is the wildest press run for a Saturday show that I've ever felt in my life. Insane. This (laughs) This is insane. This feels like a. This feels like something 50 would do back in 2005. You know, a real, real publicity stunt type deal. Yeah, I got an album coming out. Let me, you know, cause a little ruckus. Let me move some couple of things around. Um, but it, it it feels like something that would go on um, in the in a publicity stunt kind of way. I'm not sure he knows. He's a grown adult. He knows everything that's going on. He knows what he's completely doing. If this is for some sort of leverage in that kind of way, I could see him pulling this as a play. Like, because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, there's no, see, there's no way in no world that CM Punk doesn't know that, like, of course, WWE backstage, um, he needs to be there. But it's a... Uh, this is, I mean... He met with Triple H... Man with uh, Triple H. Dapped it up with him. Saw a couple of guys backstage. Was told, all right, you need to go. Vince actually the out. <laughs> and says, you actually need to leave. Imagine Vince <laughs> man telling me I need to leave. I was like, that nigga needs to leave. Oh, yeah, you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, you need to leave. That's exactly what I would say to Vince. So, so, tell I get it. I guess he asked, like, yo, can I, he asked Triple H, yo, can I hang out here for a little while? And Triple H, let me go, uh, let me go make some calls, see if this is legal. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> nah, he did. He probably went to, like, uh, check it legal, actually. Yeah, let me, like, what, 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 I don't know, I don't know how this works. But, Tony uh, Khan guy been on our ass for a couple months. Yeah, I don't, we I don't need that. We almost Buddy Murphy at the, hall, hall, you know, <laughs> Hall of Fame, and I got a phone call because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, huh. you don't need that kind of stress. He already got Vince up his ass. He probably, this wanted, that. he probably wanted to stay for the rest of the show. I bet he probably minutes. did. Can I chill out? Can I? Can I? Think? Yeah, hang out. Let me so go hang out with Shelton. Like, Shelton. Yeah. I don't know somebody. Which somebody knew. Legal promptly said, "No, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucking not." Um, maybe if you were another person, maybe if Orange Cassidy pulls up wanting to hang out the show, sure we can slip you in. You know what I'm saying? We can slip you yeah. in real incognito. We can change the color of your hoodie. But CM Punk, nah, not going to happen, Captain. It's going to be nothing but speculation backstage. Nothing be a but mess. tampering. Nothing but Tony Khan calls at 4 a.m. while, you know, trying to put my kids to sleep. Um, I mean, that's a... That's all we know. You know, that's all we, we know, know is he was there. He talked Triple H. He talked to Miz. What that means... It's all speculation at this point. Like, I don't think this means he's going to WWE. Um, I still think the plan is still going to be the Saturday show collision for AEW, and Punk will probably be the star of whatever show, Dynamite or Collision. I think probably heading towards more Collision. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be him and his crew um, on Saturday doing stuff over there. Just so. yakking it up. Uh, another my show on the, another yeah I know your poor spreadsheet a <laughs> Saturday show oh yeah, yeah you yeah. might have to just give up rampage you might just have to like dub rampage but you know you know what though like I don't even know why I'm doing this I don't know who I'm even doing this for at this point the spreadsheet I just feel like no, I have to keep the I, I have to I have to keep the 
I have to keep the integrity of the spreadsheet. I've already started the year off doing Rampage. I can't just stop doing Rampage. You know what I mean? Because it's going to mess up the numbers. I have to watch it. So it was it was the same thing with NXT UK when I knew it was dying. I still had to freaking put him in because I was already doing it. You know what I mean? So I appreciate it. It is what it is. <laughs> and integrity of the spreadsheet. Just know that it is completely valid in everything that you're doing. You know, um, I've had people tell me they look at my ratings over like other people's ratings. So it, that's, that's what keeps it going. That people actually care about rating, my opinion of, uh, opinion about a match. Listen, if you found a way to format it where people wouldn't have to look at tiny little numbers, and I know, I know, I really do. Yeah, we'll <laughs> figure that out. We'll figure that out as a team. Um, speaking of CM Punk watch, we're moving over to another watch. We got Mercedes Monet watch. This is your, this is your this is this is a A show bag right here. Because let me tell you something about the War Report. We ain't talking about you, Sasha. You don't know her, her Mercedes. You don't know her. Till <laughs> she show up on Dynamite, I, I'm, I have no. Hey man, it's <laughs> forbidden. Listen, June is a couple months away, so she has lost the IWGP Women's Championship record time. Um, I don't why well, say record time. That was mad shady for no reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she has lost the. Let me see. I mean, there's only been two champions. Oh, I was about to say she is not the longest reigning IWGP <laughs> Women's Champion. She's just no, no. I think. Kyrie had Kyrie that for a minute, 90 right? 90 days. No, she's okay. had, she had it for three months. And um, okay. Mercedes has had it for two months. But now um, Mayu Iwatani is now the new IWGP um, Women's Champion. Forgive me if I pronounced it wrong. Apparently, I fucking pronounced names wrong last week. And niggas was like, you watch anime. Why don't you pronounce it right? It's not a real name. I just made some shit up. Um, <laughs> but um, the report backstage is that According to Dave Meltzer and Wrestling Observer Radio, says, "Listen, people love her. People love her, and the she's well received backstage. She's done the angle on the show. Um, she, uh, she, I've heard nothing but good. She's trying to fit in. No complaints about doing the job. No big league. No whatever. Um, she lost the championship in two months, which is roughly like I guess like the average length of a title reign for <laughs> Sasha Banks. To be honest with you." Yeah, that's a standard. That's a standard Mercedes reign. Yeah. So, but apparently she's doing great business. She's friendly. She's enjoying the scenery. Um, she's in. She's enjoying. She's living life and enjoying it in Japan. Living her wildest kawaii dreams. You know what I'm saying? This is this is this is always what she wanted. I mean, if anybody's a real Sasha fan, you know how she get down. Um, this is this is her dream. She's living it out. I'm honestly. I'm happy for it. This is what she wanted to do, and it's working out so far. That's cool, man. Um, I know she wrote on Instagram she wants to move to Japan. That That's cool, too. She wants to get her that's Kenny Omega cool. on, yeah. live out there, do her thing. You know what I mean? I She's single she again. She's back on the ground. To, if she wants to continue doing business in the United States, I wouldn't recommend living in Japan. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's... Uh, she did announce she'll be on the... Um, they have a show in San Diego, somewhere in California, like well, next month. Um, I believe it's New Japan Long Insurgents. Beach, California. Is that what it is? Re- Resurgence. Resurgence. Resurgence, May 21st, Long Beach, California. So she will be there. Um, that is only a couple of weeks away from Forbidden Door. The question now is, will she appear on Forbidden Door? I guess that's the real question. Is yeah, she gonna, I think she will. She would upstage the entire A whatever AEW's got going on, whatever they're doing with their outcasts and their Britt Bakers and 
Adam Cole getting beat up and also deceived by women. Um, whatever they're doing over there, um, that's sort of completely upstage. I mean, Jamie Hayter versus uh, Mercedes Monet is definitely something. That'd be special. Seeing. That'd be that, special. That's something, that's something that'll put, you know, butts in seats a la Tony Schiavone. Um, that's something I would want to see. If it's not Forbidden Door, I wouldn't be shocked if she did All In. You know, that's a bigger... Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to have a star of that magnitude, put it on All In. Um, if you want to be why rich, not? do, do both shows. Fuck it. I don't know. Uh, I, but I do see Mercedes eventually ending up in AEW at some point. I don't. They have a, they have a, they have a, they have a working relationship with... Uh, not long term, but like nah. I can see her showing up. They have a relationship with New Japan. They, they like... They like bringing New Japan people in for one-offs right. and, and stuff. So right, I could. See I don't that. see. No, I not she won't be on the women's rosters. She won't have like yeah. a, a roster page. I don't see that happening. No, no. She's gonna do her own kind of freelance deal, and they I think gonna, that's the best for her. Send checks to her on a weekly, no. monthly basis. No, but she Absolutely will be. Not. She will be given a check every now and then for as yeah, long as true. she stays in her. You know, in her. Bag. I think this this schedule might benefit her if she wants to um, maintain kind of other outside deals, whatever that is, if she wants to do more TV shows or modeling or whatever she wants to do. I think this is best for her. And I think it's best to not be overexposed anyway, or, you know, especially if she's wrestling the way she was, I, I haven't seen the matches, but I saw her get kicked in her head pretty damn hard the other day. Boy, so a big ass <laughs> pickle right. lump on her forehead. Woo. So, I mean, if she just wants to do matches every two months, and do other stuff in the side, freestyle, do little raps or whatever she was doing. You know what I mean? That's cool with me. That's cool with me. Uh, happy for her. I, would I like to see her back in WWE? Yeah. But if she never comes back, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with it. Um, moving on from Mercedes Monet watch, got Trinity watch. What's that? <laughs> Apparently, it's not <laughs> Apparently, according to the internet, it's not as cool as Mercedes Monet watch, but it is a watch nonetheless that they are looking out for. Trinity, according to Wrestler Observer Newsletter, um, had too high of an asking price to work under the Bushy Road banner, the parent company of New Japan and Stardom. Um, Meltzer reported that Bushy Road has had to do tightening of the belt of sorts as it continues to feel the financial effects of the global pandemic, which all companies are still feeling. And that stardom didn't move forward with trying to secure Fatu as a result. So immediately after that, a couple hours later, Trinity went on her Instagram, put flash a big not true. So that's cap. She said that's cap, Your Honor. That's cap. Um, but all right. So and then we saw her at a GCW event over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> she's, been she's been everywhere and you're never there you know what i'm saying she's you know been everywhere I mean? she's been she's been moving around she's been at roa she's been at gcw she's been at all these kind of conventions she's been at you know backstage at stardom she's been in long beach she's been in japan she's been everywhere but we have not quite seen mercedes not not mercedes trinity in the ring part of me thinks that she's so there there are a couple of things Either one, people don't want to throw a bag at her, which I feel, I believe is like wrestling promoters will throw a bag at anybody who's worked for WWE. Yeah. Like literally everybody. You've seen Alex Riley get shots on the thing. We've seen 
there's Jake more than Jake Dugworth get booked on stuff. Bro, there's we've seen <laughs> people get money. They will throw the money at it if it if it means making money. Um which is precisely why we don't want her to go to GCW. But another thing is like maybe she so she just got she just posted some photos of back in the ring. Maybe she was injured? I don't know. I, I believe she was injured. Um I don't remember who reported it. But I think she had like a knee issue or something like that, and she had to get that settled. I think she just recently got back in the ring. Yeah, because um, there's no way that no one has paid her to wrestle somewhere yet. And yeah. to be honest with you, it looks it looks ridiculous in that extent of your like your homegirl getting bread, making money, wearing fancy colored wigs, and all this other stuff like that. You just getting paid dust. So I want to say that there is an excuse for her not being able to wrestle somewhere. That's what I want to say. I want to say that for Trinity right here because I feel like she's worth value somewhere. I don't know where. Where would I like to see Trinity the most? WWE. <laughs> I was no. gonna uh, outside of the WWE. Obviously, I think that's probably the best position for her. I would never if see if, if it's outside of WWE. Impact. If she's on Impact. I would never. See I'm not. Her. I'm not gonna see her. I'm about to, I'll never see her again. But <laughs> I think they I, have the the best women's division as far as I, I know, know. Like outside of WWE, that would work for her. I thought the Iconics did a great job rebranding themselves in Impact before um, Homegirl had that baby and then kind of like the now no one's wrestling. Um, But I thought they did a great job branding themselves at Impact. If Trinity can do the same, I think there's definitely something for her. Um, it's a shame that Mickey James got injured because I think Mickey James and, and Trinity would like be a great. That would have been fun. Yeah. yeah, it would have been fun. Um, but they got some stuff going on over there. I think it would be personally great for her. I think Impact would be great for her. Realistically, I know it's tough. She can't really come back to WWE. It ruins the narrative of whatever they did or whatever story they're trying to tell. If she comes, yeah. Back to WWE, if she comes back, she. she... <sighs> But also, would love to see her. People will definitely give an excuse for her, but it it looks shaky in terms of like, all right, so why'd you leave? I don't even know if people care anymore at this point. As, as far as far as Trinity goes, uh, Sasha, I think people would care more, but I think people just want to see Trinity just in general. So even if she did come back to WWE, I don't think it'd be as big of a deal as say if Sasha came back to WWE because I right. feel like Sasha was. It, neither of them really said anything. But I feel like Sasha was more at kind of like I don't even know how to explain it. Like she was just she was more out there, I guess. No. And we saw her like she was posting stuff on like IG, but like ignoring like what was going on, just kind of like acting like nothing happened. And Naomi was kind of more like low key about it. I don't I don't really know, but I just feel like the walkout had more to do about Sasha than it did Naomi. I feel like I mean I hate to say it, but Naomi felt kind of like secondary to all of this. Like when people talk about the walkout, usually like oh, it was Sasha walked out. And very rarely do you hear like oh, Sasha and Naomi walked out. Like Naomi was kind of like she was there, but like it wasn't the the quote unquote important part of it. So like if she came back to WWE, I feel like it wouldn't be as big as a deal. Like it'd be like, oh cool, she's back, and you know they throw her in the bloodline or whatever they want to do. Then yeah, they, like, oh they cool, would, she's back. They would have to come back together. But I do see. I do foresee with um, Mercedes dropping the championship. 
I do foresee some sort of future with Mercedes and Naomi and, and um, Trinity mm. working together because I hope can, so. You can't you can't leave. You can't like just leave your home. Your, you know, your girl hanging after it, she yeah. after she stood after she stood with you and right, held you down. Right, right. You can't just leave her hanging. I agree. No, nah, you can't just leave her hanging. And it, not to say that Trinity can't fend for herself, but realistically, like y'all in this together, y'all did this together, y'all filming and Louise yeah. this together. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all gotta they gotta make it together. Um. Another bit of news as we continue to go through these no holds bars. We'll, we'll wrap this up very quickly. Um, William Regal, Twitter. That was a thing. Showed up on Twitter with very g- g- grammar. <laughs> like, a, clearly, this man, bare knuckle. He ain't, fin- a, a, he ain't a finished high school. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nah. no way he finished school. He, I, was, I was reading this. I was like, I think I read this right. <laughs> I think. Um, I didn't know what's. But um, what sparked this? I don't either. Yeah, I don't know what sparked this. Um, he must have heard some. He must have heard some jibber jabber backstage. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he was like hold he was on, yeah, I'll clear this up. One one thing I do like about Regal is he'll clear some shit up real fast. And I have no reason not to believe everything. Something something I don't I don't know this man obviously, but something about William Regal just tells me he's probably telling the truth when he says stuff. I know wrestlers like to lie, but something about Regal just gave me yeah. He he don't he ain't on no bullshit like that. Yeah. He's old. He's old. He's over it. He's been dealing with wrestling politics since the nineties. I think he just he says just so anyone wants to know the truth. I know Tony summed up a few conversations we had with a quick answer. FYI, Tony called me at nine p.m. on a Sunday night, and I discussed my reasons for leaving. Time words. <laughs> Good lord, I need to edit this myself i discussed my reasons for leaving were the time spare where i want to be and then not only did he tell me where he was and what problems he was having um i told him to get off the phone and take care of his family and he shouldn't be talking to me right now i also realized he summed up conversations with brief answers this is again william regal's words not mine i would have carefully crafted this i'm an editor damn it um we eventually talked about me leaving and two weeks later in jacksonville time and time spent was the reason for my leaving. No agenda, no nothing else. I've lived through some serious times in 2018 and 19 and realized time is all that I have. I believe this is when he got sick, right? Yeah. Um, had a great time in AEW and are thankful. Uh, you're, I am thankful, sir. Um, I am thankful for the time I spent there with so many of my close friends and the amazing crew. I just want to make it public so people stop misinterpreting it. It's sad that people in our job can't realize that you can be a decent human being without having an agenda or taking advantage. This is the mm. last time I mentioned this. Again, I would like to thank AEW for the gracious acceptance of me and Tony to take me aboard. And just so you know, there are a few spelling mistakes in my tweets, but I spent too much time <laughs> in school daydreaming about being a pro wrestler. AEW were very kind to of me. Just another one right there. Um, and I enjoyed the time there. I made the most of my time there and never double crossed anyone. All caps and never. I never did nothing like that. Hey, man. I ain't sold nobody no dream. I told them what I wanted to do. They pulled me in. I told them what I wanted to do, how I wanted to leave. We figured it out. Someone must have been talking dirty on his name. Yeah. Um, I would hope it wasn't Tony Khan. 
but it, it almost sounds like it was a response to something Tony Khan said. Now I don't I don't listen to everything TK had to say. I know he's on like um, busted open radio like every yeah. every Wednesday or something like that. So like he might have said something. Um, I believe he was, when he was talking about Rigo was talking about Tony Khan having family issues. I believe I believe maybe like it was his mother. Or some someone was sick. Yeah, and I think it seems like implied like Tony Khan felt the way like he was being like. Um, not used, but like taken advantage of during his situation to get out of it. I don't know. Or like he felt like manipulated about it or something like family stuff. I'm not really sure, but, um, cause it's kind of vague, but like, this is a regal clearing shit up. Like, yo, like, nah, man, yeah, everything's man. all good. It's good. Do like, dude, I, really we don't know. do that. Yeah. Um, speaking of clearing stuff up. Your favorite team on NXT, the Dyad. Oh, yeah. They have announced on Twitter that WWE denied their request for their release. Um, thank you for all the support. I'll never take it for granted. Um, what's my man's name? Um, James Drake says his one expires on <laughs> the 14th. And then um, Zach Gibson says his expires on the 15th. So I was like, did y'all of, of October. <laughs> Did you yeah, why is that? <laughs> did, did someone take a day off and they get a, a lapse or something? I don't know. Um, uh, either way, they could go. Not be honest with you. It's just, eh, um, I don't know the diet. Well, well, first we we have to go through the timeline because it starts before this. So they had the match at um Stand Deliver. Um, it's supposed to be Ava's debut, uh, Simone Johnson, the Rock daughter, for anybody that doesn't know. But be Ava's debut match. It's Joe Gacy, the Dyad, and um, Ava versus Tyler Bate and Chase U. Mm-hmm. The match was supposed to be on the pay-per-view. Then yeah. it got relegated to the pre-show, which is crazy because this is, this is the Rock's daughter's first match, but whatever. So it gets relegated to the pre-show. And then, literally the next day, I forgot one of the one of them tweeted like we 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 um we asked for our release. That's oh, all they said. Weekend, nigga? Come on, bro. Yeah, it was like it was like the week, it was like the Monday after they like we requested our release from from NXT, and then we didn't really hear anything. And then I was like, I guess they said no. Y'all, y'all go. <laughs> then they, they were on TV the next week. They were on TV on Tuesday, and then they did um I believe they were on Level Up with Joe Gacy. So they were on TV. They're doing their job. Uh, it just seems like they're going to be there until October. Um, October, that's plenty of time. That's plenty of time to figure figure stuff out. I'm pretty sure. Uh, if 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 I, I don't want to say I'm expecting anything coming up, but you know, WWE releases people at least once a year. So yeah. who knows? If or I mean, we haven't heard much about it, but NXT Europe. It's still supposed to happen. Last I checked, they, if, they, if they do, if this is a situation where maybe they're just homesick and they want to go back home, maybe they can come up with some kind of deal and say, "Okay, we'll, we'll have you work NXT Europe. You can go back." I home. mean, that, that maybe it's like, "Yo, just hold on. I mean, we get the logo yeah, back on Tuesday." You know what I'm yeah, saying? Let's, let's just chill out. We, we, we get t-shirts printed, baby. We, we don't worry about it. So maybe it's that, but you know, if it's not, I don't know. Dyad, whatever. I like the um, dyad. I like Zach Gibson. I think he's a fantastic. T- that's that's my problem with Schism, and that it doesn't benefit Zach Gibson or whatever his name is now. I think he's Rip Fowler. I think he, well, he's that one's him. He's, but uh, he's got a different name. Yeah. So 
his best trait is that he's a talker and he doesn't get to talk, which I think really kind of hurts that team. Mm. And doesn't get, and they will probably get more heat if they let him talk more because I think he's really good at attracting heat. He had people taking their shoes off and waving it in the air. I don't know what that even meant, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this guy used to get heat. Right. So to kind of take that away from him was kind of weird. So I can understand their frustration to kind of what their position is. Um, but yeah, I hope maybe Cooler has to prevail. I don't want to see them leave. I don't, I mean, I don't really know what they would do. I don't know what the UK scene is kind of at right now. It doesn't seem to be very much existent. The fucking W, bro. <laughs> That's where they want to go. If they go to AEW, they're going to be on dark. So it would be like, what difference does it make? They're not going to be on TV. No, they're not. But it is what it is at this point. Um, well, then I don't know because they got the new show. So who who even knows? I don't know. Collision, baby. It collision all stars. Um, this, this, this is going to be an interesting summer. I know that much. And and also Wembley. Maybe they're like, yo, if we get out now, we can make it to Wembley. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> three months. One, two, three. That's Wembley right there. Um, why am I, I mean, having them talking like they, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like they're Pokemon villains. <laughs> um, various NXT wrestlers are rumored to be called up during this week's draft. Let's do this. Let's do a little exercise before we head into the shows and then we do our thing. You know NXT more than me on this at this point. Um, okay. Who would you um, like to see completely ripped away from NXT and be embraced by the warm, cold grip of the main roster? All right, so... First, I'm going to tell you who I think for sure is gone, and I'll tell you who I would like to be gone. Okay. I think for sure, Pretty Deadly are gone. Pretty Deadly... They're having a, they're having a, um, by the time this comes out for, even for Patreon, we'll know what happened. Well, yeah, we'll know what happened, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me. They're having a, a, a trunk match at spring break in <laughs> against, uh, the D'Angelo <laughs> family. Loser gets thrown, loser gets thrown into a trunk. So you, you, you take that for what it is. That'll um, do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, uh, Zoe Stark. I think it's pretty much gone. They, she's not really doing much at this point. She's been working um, the house show loops, the main roster house show matches. Um, right. She's been getting shot out by uh, what's Char- Charlotte and stuff. So I can see her gone. Um, damn. Can I give you my now, one, one of my guaranteed oh, go ahead, go ahead. ones? One what of my guaranteed think? ones? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if this is a hot take. Braun Breaker is definitely gone. Braun Look, Breaker, he, he, he did not do anything, and he said, so this, "I don't give a damn about this fucking title anymore." <laughs> yeah, he's, he's facing Andre Chase, so let me let, let, let you know where he's doing right now. But yeah, I do think it'd be kind of it'd be my weird, thing is because he just turned heel. That's the only that's the only thing that stopped me. Like he just turned. It, it seemed kind of weird to turn somebody and then him leave. But he. He, he, Without he establishing like he his heel any, character, yeah, it doesn't seem like he has any title aspirations anymore. He literally was like, "Nah, fuck that dumb shit." You don't go fuck and, with that title. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's gone. Yeah, he could, he could possibly be gone. I can see that. Um, people I want to see gone: Tyler Bate. He's been in NXT for like ten years. He can yeah. go. Um, the Creed brothers. They have done nothing for the last six months. They can go. Yeah. Um, Katana Chance in. Uh, Caden Carter, they can go. Yeah, well, 
They've been. They've also been in there. They've been tag even for years. I, I know, but like they can go. They've been there oh, forever. They're doing a bunch of nothing. Um, I could. I think those is it. I mean, there's been rumors of Ilya Dragunov being called up. Dragunov, I can see that he's he's ready to go. Von Wagner, there's, there's been rumors called of Corey Jade being called up. Now that one, I gotta strongly disagree with. I'm sorry, that young see, lady is not ready. Sasha Banks, that was a no, that, that 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 young lady had nothing like Sasha Banks. I, I've watched her matches. She looks like she's just like it's the, me and Cyrus this often talk like about. <laughs> Me and Cyrus often talk about the NXT wrestlers and how we can kind of see the gears shifting in their heads, like what they're supposed to do next. It doesn't come natural yet. When I watch Cora Jade wrestle, it doesn't come natural. Like, it doesn't feel like it doesn't go smoothly. Like, she's still trying to, like, okay, in her brain, like, what am I supposed to do next? What am I supposed to do next? That match she had with Roxanne at, um, I think it was a Halloween Havoc, you can tell, like, something was off. It didn't feel right. You know, especially especially in a in a promotion in NXT where you can practice the match, y'all all in the same place every day of the week, same time, so y'all can practice the match. So it, so to me, it doesn't feel like she's ready yet. But Roxanne, I could see her getting called up. Now that they mention it, she has a triple threat match against um, Indy Hartwell and Tiffany Stratton. I think this is her farewell match. Yeah, I, I think she's out of there. I, I can definitely see Roxanne being called up. It'll be interesting. The draft is this third, this Friday, and Monday. Usually they big make a big ass. Yeah, usually they make a big ass thing about the draft. To be honest with you, usually they can't step to tell you. I was like, well, they could be split up in the draft. And I th- I feel like it's been more in the background. Um, Only time they 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 did mention it. I think Corey mentioned it when the uh, the Street Profits came out. Yeah, they mentioned it then. I think they did another thing with um, Elias and. What boogs. boogs. <laughs> like, like, like um, care. Like, yeah, I was like, split them off. I didn't know they had they even teamed together. Yeah, well, I don't care. They had not um, had one match together. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's head into SmackDown this week, or SmackDown from last week, rather. Um, solid show, I would think. Um, I don't remember all of it because I was in Nick Euphoria. I was in Nick Euphoria. So, uh, you know, we went up 2-1 in the series. So I was in uh, on a Talk about it. I was in a completely different planet. I just... Talk, you know, about, talk about it, man. We, we held them to below 80 points on Friday. Um, proceeded to demolish 34th Street, as we do. And... uh Yes, yeah, so you, you give me one of the you give me one of the little uh, the little Bing Bong videos. No, I hope not. <laughs> um, but I that energy, like I had it in my house. I wasn't out there on the streets, but I I feel, I'm, I'm honestly I'm extremely happy for Knicks fans. They just, it's been such a long time since they've had anything even remotely this coherent of a basketball team. Up three one in a series. I don't even remember the last time we scored three points to anyone. <laughs> Someone scoring one point. I don't remember anything. I'm not used to leads, bro. So, um, but you know, playoffs looking very interesting. Um, way more interesting than this show, but still good. Um, this week we had Gunther successfully defend his Intercontinental Championship against Xavier Woods, who apparently had not been pinned in singles competition since 2021. I'd like to check how many singles. I'd like to check how many singles matches he's had. 
since 2021. I feel like it had it probably been like four. But um, Did he break his yeah, leg. He, yeah, he was out for a little bit. Um, New Day hasn't been fully healthy in a long time. It's only one of them is always hurt. Um, yeah, g- good match though. I thought this was it was a very standard kind of Woods takes a lot of heat and gets beat up a lot, and he had a little comeback comeback spot. No, no pun intended. And then Gunther kind of ends it with a. With a power bomb, um, beautiful leg drop. That's the kind of the only thing I really remember. Was that a really, really nice leg drop from Xavier Woods? Was, you know, nice. possibly, possibly underrated. I think he might be a little underrated. I feel like because of the stable he's in, yeah. he gets kind of outshine his in ring work. But he's a fantastic in ring worker. No, he's been doing. He's been on the ground for a while. Like how long has yeah. it been since we've seen consequence, consequences created? I was like thing? in. I was like in like. Eighth grade, <laughs> I feel like yeah. yo, it's been a long. He's been wrestling for a long time. He's been wrestling for a long time. He knows how to do this. Now he's just getting. Now he's in his bag era. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, yeah. if it's not a bag, I don't want it. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Liv and Raquel successfully defended their championships against Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. So that happened. Um, shout out Chelsea Green. Yeah, shout out to her. Doing the best with doing doing the best. Doing what you can with what you got, you know what I'm saying, it, and making the best out of this opportunity. Whichever show she lands on, I'm sure will be entertaining. Um, and shout to Sonya Deville too; she's cool. Uh, let's see what else. Zelina, Selena Vega, granted a SmackDown Women's Championship match under the pretenses of being Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> and literally call it qualification. You know, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> you got to give me the match. <laughs> Adam Pierce off is like, listen, I'm the only Puerto Rican on the roster. You're very J Lo. I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> you, you see the chocolate in my hand. It clearly means yeah. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> I am Puerto Rican. Please give me this match. And Adam Pierce is like, well, I haven't seen any other Puerto Ricans today. So um, you're in. You're in. Let me check with the guys <laughs> and we'll let you know. And surely enough, she's getting a championship match. This is Rhea Ripley has not had a proper feud since she beat the bricks off of Charlotte Flair. So this is um this will be interesting to see how it goes. Puerto Rico's in pretty much like a week and a half from now. Um so it'll be interesting to see how this all kind of shakes down. Um You know, you know this is kind of it's like we're in such a weird spot. Is this always like this before a draft? Where like it's just such a weird yeah. spot where we don't know what people did, where people should be doing. We had to we have to wrap stuff up by next week. So like, is there really a point in putting somebody in a feud? But also, we got eight hours of TV we have to do every week. It's like right. It's a weird spot. I feel like yeah. So let's 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 do a solo main event. I think he gets split up from the Usos come draft time. Ooh, wait a minute. That's a hot take. Hold up now. I think he gets split up. I I think they're positioning him and Heyman to do whatever they're going to do and have the Usos on a different show. Nah, Roman got to make the call. Roman would have to. If if there's any gimmicky in this split, it's Roman Reigns making the call and said, send Usos to a different roster. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, Roman sends him off. I think Solo kind of his own thing. It's almost like Solo the proxy for Roman. He's He's like Roman Jr., but I don't know. You would draft the bloodline all in the same show, but then that would be a waste of like four draft picks. Um, either way, Solo Sokoa beats the bricks off of Matt Riddle for the second week in a row. Um, <laughs> no disqualification <laughs> cool. match. Cool. Are we giving Solo too much too soon? <sighs> Here, here's my take on this. Yeah, go ahead. You go first. I'm partially yes. 
because love solo, but he ain't jumping out the gym for me as a competitor. Like he's not very competent in the ring. Yeah, he's very competent, that's, but he's not like yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, that's, there's no special X factor to me. He's just yeah. Roman Reigns is heavy. <laughs> you know? What yeah, it, it does. Like I know he's kind of emulating the Umaga type deal, but it don't feel like Umaga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Umaga was different. And Umaga was like explosive, and he was a bigger guy on top of being explosive. So like it, it hit different, and it was in an era where like you didn't see big guys like that moving like that. Right. So with Solo, he he just feels like a guy. Like he he didn't have that larger than life look. He didn't. Nah, it just, not at all. He'd be dressed different. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> just be throwing on anything. Um. So I understand it, but then on the other hand, I'm like, listen, we're building. Clearly, this is building towards something. Yeah, like clearly, like this isn't just we're not doing. But I don't know if you need to be beating at least three different people per week. Like Solo Sokoa beat up Rey Mysterio and LWO last week Monday, and then well, Riddle, don't get me started on LWO. And then beat up we're gonna get started on LWO. <laughs> like, um, and then beat up Matt Riddle again on Friday. So like, and then beat KO three times last month. So it's like, yeah. what are we doing? For the record, he is 11, 11 two and one on the year. If I pull up the spreadsheet, mm. the one, the two? one being. Um, they, I think I believe they were tag matches. I, I'd oh, have to look. I don't even have to be. No, well, one one was Cody. Oh right, one was Cody, and then what was the other one? It must have been a six man. I think that they, that they lost, or like a tag match. I can't. Let me see. I can't find it. But yeah, you know two, two losses. You know what's crazy? They WWE uploaded um a six a, a eight man tag from a year ago. Let me read this off for you. Mm-hmm. RK Bro, Cody Rhodes, and Ezekiel. <laughs> I remember versus this. <laughs> the Usos, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yo, we have no that idea. Is... Things don't matter from year to year, bro. Like, bro. I just be looking back. And like, he, Ezekiel was like a guy who was getting TV time last year. Yeah. Like, around this time last year, he was getting time. Like, he was. Hey, man, KO did his best. It was like, listen, man. Man, wrestling's crazy. Wrestling is crazy. Either way, I think it's was... SmackDown. Um, oh, Raw. Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Raw. No, I'm gonna say the, the tag match, but who cares? Okay. Shout out to Ricochet yes. and Braun. Even, even though Braun throwing Ricochet into nothing. The biggest non-CM Punk news about Raw, yeah, is that Triple H came and unveiled a new World Heavyweight Championship. Pull the pull the velour off and everything. Um, mm. He says Roman Reigns did a great job in managing to secure. I'm like, nigga, didn't he secure it with you? <laughs> like the fuck, acting like he, <laughs> you the boss. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, hey, you approve this? Um, he said Roman Reigns did a great job in getting himself a part time deal and not having to be <laughs> on the show. And he's got two world championships with him. But you know what I'm about to do introduce a third <laughs> technically the second i guess the undisputed unified world championship is like one championship now even though it's two belts um i don't i don't think that two belt thing is lasting much longer nah just just drop one of the belts who the fuck cares um drop whichever belts he's held not the longest um but new world championship will be on whatever roster roman reigns isn't on so i'm assuming raw 
You know what this um, tells me? What? This tells me that this draft is – you know what this draft feels like to me and what I think is going to happen? This feels like – I tweeted this like a couple weeks ago. This draft feels like a, a very, very hard reset. I think this is this is going to be – this is going to feel a lot more like 2016 than, say, the one that was in 2019, where it's going to feel like fresh new show. I wouldn't be shocked if we get new stages for both shows. Like I think I we're like gonna have heard about that. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't. Maybe not immediately, but I feel like that's what's gonna happen. You remember okay. the 2016? It took a couple weeks before they actually got. Like it took like a month before we got new stages. Yeah, but um, I don't know how. I don't know how long that process takes to like set all that stuff up. I'm sure it's a lot of money and time. But so this makes me feel like okay, we're not doing any more of this like SmackDown guys on Raw, Raw guys on SmackDown. This is gonna be a harsh like split, and Roman's gonna stay on whatever show he's on. And the other belt's going to stay on whatever show they're on. And I just saw a report, um, just briefly pressed in the timeline, that is a, is a possibility they're going to do um, solo brand pay-per-views again, which would mm. be, that's a hell of an uh, um, endeavor <laughs> if they're trying to pull that off. Um, I don't think they're each, any, I don't know if, the rosters that, are that'd, good. That'd be tough. But I don't know that I care enough. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For a whole raw branded pay per view again. Uh, yeah, I feel like they try it every so often, and then they go back. So, like, why are we keep trying this? Like, different why? Era. Yeah, but no, they but, tried it like eight different times. <laughs> I know, but like this, but like even with all this, I think Triple H he's, he's almost been a year in, into um into a creative. He, I think he wants now he'll be able to put everybody in a place where they can be, balance out the rosters, and we can go from there. We got two new belts, or we got new belts. I'm sure the tag belts are going to do something with that, and then we can go from there. I, that's what I hope ideally to come from this draft. If this is a draft for like a couple guys get moved around, and it's like that's it. Um, I'm, I'm going to be a little disappointed, but the, the, the unveiling of this new belt, it feels like this is a whole new era. We're really about this, you know, this is the, this is the true Triple H era going forward. Well, That's how I feel. The belt, what are you, what, the belt itself, belt? like physically, like what it looks like. Yeah, what it looks like. Uh, so when I first saw, it, I didn't want to tweet anything. Like initially, I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I still haven't really seen. Have they dropped any like real like good picture? I know they showed they posted the picture of the replica, but the replica doesn't look exactly the same like the belt did on TV. Like like the the the, uh, the logo in the middle seemed more like silver. I don't know if it, if it. If it portrayed that way on on the show but like let me check on the thing they dropped some some great photos or something along those lines the belt itself i think it's fine i think it's obviously it's kind of like a uh homage to the old big big gold belt except there's a big wwe logo in it i kind of low-key wish they made the wwe logo just a little smaller i understand why it's so big I know. If anything, they were like, we didn't make it big enough. <laughs> I know. I know how they get down. They want to have that big-ass W everywhere. But, like, I don't hate it. It's cool. It, it could have to grow on me. I didn't like the Universal Championship. I still never really – I didn't like the red. The blue looked better than the red. When they switched it to blue, I liked it a little better. But um, as, as far as the spell, it could – it's not ugly. It's it. I've seen worse belts. You know what I mean? I, yeah, it's a little. I'll say seven and a half out of ten. You know, I'm right there with you. I'm I'm for it, but also I'm looking at it. 
I gotta see it on somebody. But nah, even still, this I mean, I, I feel you, the fucking W in the metal makes it look fucking stupid. Um, yeah, let's go. But this is they were shrunk it a little bit. And, yeah, but, but yeah. there's a difference between branding and not branding. Where AEW's logo on this damn fucking belt? Let's look at AEW. It's on it's, it's on there like ten times. <laughs> they put the, it's, it's literally on every little piece of the belt that says AEW yeah, on it. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over this shit. Ew. Um no, the <laughs> AEW got a good looking belt too. I'm not the biggest fan of their world title. I love AEW's tag titles. I think those are beautiful. AEW's world title looks like a fucking Decepticon. Like this shit might transform. <laughs> I think they I think they have great tag belts. Um TNT belt. I don't I'm not the biggest fan of like the big old logo in the middle of Remember when they shows. didn't finish the TNT belt and just brought it yeah, out? Yeah, when they brought it out, yeah, it was nasty looking belt. Ew. I was like, Gross. Cody, why would you do that? Cody, I mean, so so much better now. Um, oh, their, their women's belt is beautiful. That I think that's the best belt in American wrestling. AW oh women's God. belt. That thing is fantastic. Who do we think is going to win this belt? The first holder of this belt. All right. I saw a lot of people online talking this Cody going to win this belt. I don't think Cody has anything to do with this belt. Whatever show this belt on, Cody won't even be on it. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm at with it. I think this, the goal is still for Cody to beat Roman. As far as who wins this belt, my three guesses, I would say Seth seems like Seth. If they, all right, I know how Triple H gets down. I think I've watched Triple H booking long enough to know he loves heel champions. So I want to say Seth gets it first, but low key, I think Finn wins it first. I think mm. Finn wins it, and then Seth will eventually take it off of him. But I think Finn starts it off. And then maybe like the third person, like I don't the know. Fuck. Title. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Except it'd be like switched around. Um, a lot, a lot. The third I person, I don't know. Maybe like a swerve LA night or something. Uh, I can definitely okay. see a swerve coming. Um, nah, it's just like you have the opportunity to create somebody when you give them the first thing. Like Seth is already good. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Seth. So you have the opportunity to create somebody. So Gunther? this is an opportunity for Shinsuke. Ooh, this is, this is you know what? Yeah, go ahead. I like that. I like no, I like that Shinsuke. You're right. I, I didn't even think about that. Hey, Amen. Right. You know who also reacted to the news for this? Logan Paul. Logan Paul was like, "Hey, that looks like a good belt, man." <laughs> I don't know about that one though. All right. Um, I don't think he would be the first, but I think he would definitely be in contention. But I could definitely see Shinsuke. The the way Triple the way Triple said he like this champ is gonna be here every week. So unless Logan Paul about to be here every week, which I'm sure he would be if they gave him the bag big enough, but Triple H that'd be crazy. That that'd be wild. We're wrestling entertainment, baby. This is not a professional <laughs> wrestling show. Um, but that would be nuts. Um, that'd be I'm wild. Sure Drew was like, "Fuck my back." Um. <laughs> I didn't feel bad for Drew. This is <laughs> next bit of news. LWO, jobbers of the century. Oh my goodness! Um, yet moving merch, but man, they on both shows racking up L's. <laughs> Big L and LWO for sure. Let me tell you something. Um, they don't. They don't look. It might be controversial. They don't deserve that Viva La Rasa in their song. They don't deserve that. Not, absolutely not. Y'all, y'all can't be a bunch of losers and then fucking. Have Eddie's catchphrase open. Come on, Eddie. Eddie wasn't well, jobbing like this. Maybe they're shooting above their weight class. Clearly, they're in Rey Mysterio's like feud, but Rey Mysterio is of a different level. Rey Mysterio is a legend. He's like a main eventer. 
Maybe they're shooting above their weight class. Maybe if we get them, like if LWO is going up against Hit Row, they win in like almost every time. You know I hope so. Yeah. Um, maybe if they go up against the not the Bludgeon Brothers, who the Viking Raiders, <laughs> the Bludgeon um, Brothers. <laughs> maybe if they go up against them, they're winning every time. Alpha Academy, it, absolutely. Yeah, um, you, know, you know how that go. But it, this, the the the, the, this, the bloodline and Judgment Day. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a rash for them. It's a, it's slow for this that. Is, this is my thing. Like yo, like I see what they're doing. Obviously, they're they're, they're underdogs going into their match against Judgment Day or whatever the fuck okay. happens at Backlash. But the thing is, is like if they win at Backlash or whatever. Or whatever they're involved in, which I think it only what is the only Damon Priest right? LW don't have a match, do they? Yeah, it's Damon Priest. Yeah, it's just Damon. Okay, Priest. but it's a street fight, so I'm assuming everybody's about to. Yeah, everybody can be involved. So, I, so yeah, that, it's so like they're losing. They're not even going to have a win on the show. So they, I just feel like they're losing just to to lose. I don't understand. Santos Escobar one in ten on TV. That's nasty. He, he had to, he, he basically Chad Gable. Chad Gable one in fourteen, it, but we expect Chad Gable to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Santos going one in ten. Santos Why should I care about this guy? Why should I care about these guys? It's just, it's a situation where like LWO baby merch. Yeah, they're losers. It's the merch that's moving. It's I guess the, so. It's the it's, it's the BBC, the Billionaires Boys Club <laughs> of, the, of the game. It's the merch that moves us, baby. Um, it's the supreme tea of WWE. It definitely it's like, supreme. Listen, we're supreme. Damn, that didn't know how to dress. That's right. That's a that's a that's a fashion guy right there. Um, I had Cody and Finn down as a fun match. Cool, cool match. Yeah, fun little match. Um, actually, which match of the which match on this show got the highest rating for you? Almost every match got three point two five. Well, okay, Balor Cody got three point two five. Ray Damian Priest got three point two five, and Bloodline versus LWO got three point two five. Okay, all right. It was, it was a very awesome. middle of the road, yeah, yeah kind of just like nothing was out of the park, but it was there, the matches were fine. Um, yeah, there were no Miz and Seth. Would you give Miz yeah. and Seth, by the way? Um, three point seven five. Wow, that too low? That too low? I don't know. <laughs> that might be too low. Some because sometimes when I be watching the weekly shows, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm not watching like in the in the greatest detail, especially if I if I know I don't have to talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, nah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. All right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just just a number. Um, just a number. <laughs> <laughs> the Sami Zayn and Bloodline thing continues week after week after week after week. I can't with this show. Please, with these show. Oh my god! After week, <laughs> after week, the the fun part of it is over. We left the fun part in Montreal and WrestleMania. <laughs> now we've got a tag team championship match coming up this Wednesday. It's being billed as the biggest tag team match in SmackDown history, which I guess rightfully so. Maybe um, it's the same tag team match I made evented WrestleMania. I'm sure fucking Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper versus Hogan and Mr. T was on SmackDown. It would also be called. <laughs> I feel like they might have been a bigger, like a bigger tag. You know, like did Austin and Rock never take team together on a SmackDown before or something? Um, no, they've had big ass matches. Big, the biggest tag team match in SmackDown history. I'll tell you right now, off the top of my head, the tag team buried alive match with was, uh, Big Show and um Big Show and Undertaker versus Rock and uh Mankind. 
mankind. That the one where he tossed mankind like ten feet Absolutely. over. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my god! How did he not break every rib in his body? And then um, Triple H comes in to try to interfere, and then Stone Cold comes in and he interferes, and all this other stuff like that. Um, Special times, man. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Either way, uh, Sami Zayn is trying to, you know, seeds of deceit and fucking the brains of Jay Uso. He's like, listen, man. So what happens if y'all lose? I'm like, you're not supposed to be telling me this, bro. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Jay gets back to Jimmy. He's like, yo, what happened if we lose, Uso? And he's like, you've been talking to Sammy again, haven't you? Um, so now Jimmy finds <laughs> Sammy. And it's like, what happened if y'all lose? <laughs> Kevin Owens go turn on y'all. Um, so everyone has a valid point. I guess we're you, none of us are really clean and good in all of this. You know what the problem with this is? I'm gonna tell you the problem. It's missing Roman. If Roman was involved in this, it would make a lot more sense and would be much more interesting. But the fact that Roman's not there, it, it, genius, I don't even think was Heyman even there this week. Solo. No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, it, like it just like I don't care because like the whole story is that like they don't want to disappoint Roman again because they don't know what's gonna happen if they lose again. But like without Roman's intimidation factor, like. You know who Roman kind of is to me? I don't know if you ever watched The Wire. Roman kind of reminds me of Stringer Bell, if that makes any sense. We're just kind of like, because of his stature and who he is, he's really good at manipulating people and intimidating people, like literally like physically. And he just like, he knows like, the, what's that book called? Like The Art of War or whatever? Like that's, that's right. Roman. Like he knows how to fucking like move chess pieces around for his benefit. So that in the end, he always kind of wins. Or like even like a, um, if you've seen Euphoria, like a Nate, he's kind of like a Nate Jacobs. That's kind of a way. <laughs> like if you really think about it, like I don't he's know always Jacobs, he's, he's always outside of the weird, you know what I mean? Whatever kind of whatever type of time. Was <laughs> but you know what imagine, I mean? But just like Sami Zayn whole play about Roman Reigns. I mean, I mean, shit, that whole that damn trial was damn near like um the play. Is low key the one they had in Madison Square Garden? I don't know, but just like he tends to, he's like, like without Roman involved in this stuff, it feels like I don't know, man. It just like I don't, I don't want to say I don't care, but I kind of am at that point where like I don't really care about these two teams anymore. Like the, it should have ended there. Like, I don't think we needed like an epilogue of like no, we really what don't. happens now. Like whatever, whatever the Usos are dealing with with Roman, I don't think that needed. Sammy and Kevin in it anymore. You know what I mean? Like they can kind of do their own thing and go feud with somebody else. We've seen this enough. You know what's crazy? What if Sammy, Zayn, and Kevin Owens get drafted to one show and then they're just like, all right, you got to give up the other titles. (laughs) And people are going to be like, why couldn't you have done that with Roman? (laughs) Yeah, you know, damn, you're right. You know, unless they just make, unless they do the same thing and just kind of unify those belts and then make new new belts for one the other show. World again, I, I feel like they've done that like 10 times, <laughs> but I mean, that's because, yeah, because if, if they do split them up, it's going to be a situation where, like, okay, why didn't you do you're right, why didn't they do that for Roman? But they have you not know, been this tag title thing at all, but hey, whatever, eh, whatever. Well, see, yeah, like, like I said, most of this stuff is gonna, I'm, I'm hoping, will make a lot more sense come after Backlash. So you know, speaking, of, speaking of backlash, we got a lot of matches announced for backlash over the last number of weeks to various reactions. Okay, 
We can go through yep. each of them one by one. Announced on Monday, I think it was announced before Raw or maybe during Raw. No, before Raw. It was before Raw. EO Sky will be going up against Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship in Puerto Rico. I'm kind of with it. I don't know what gave her the... I don't know why her over Dakota. I don't know why her over Bailey. Especially since... I feel, I feel like Dakota... Did Dakota get, like, squashed? <laughs> Dakota no, lost in, like, five, like, three minutes. She didn't get squashed. But also... You didn't get squashed? No, but I think Bianca beat both of them. So, it is what it is. This is another situation where I think will make more sense when the draft comes because I think damage control is getting broken up come draft time. I think EO is going to be on her own show and Dakota and Bailey will be on a different show. I think I EO this is EO, this is EO's breakout of the group. I think mm-hmm. Triple H is a big fan of EO and it's time for her to do her singles singles thing and I'm with it as well. Damage control have lost like everything in the last six months. They can't beat Bianca at this point, it's impossible. So let's just um let's break it up and let Eo do her own thing. Yeah, and that's like one of my that. draft. That'll be one of my draft predictions. I like that. I like that. So anyway, that's coming up on SmackDown. We got the U.S. Championship match announced. It was announced that Austin Theory will be defending against both Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Um, that's a big boy match, man. Doing big boy. That that, that low key. My might be heat. It might it might be the might steal the show. It's I could see it being a heater. Listen, Bronson Reed's be been on one. He been he been on one. Um I don't know if this is any attempt to get the title off of Austin Theory. I know Bobby ain't taking that pin. So I'm I'm a little scared if Austin Theory loses that belt <laughs> where they might put Austin Theory. If they put him in that world if they put him in that world title contention area, I'm gonna be Ooh, they I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna like it. I, I don't think. Ooh, they might because he might win it. I know. If he wins I'm, it. Uh, uh, I would hate that. I don't think Austin Theory. I think he's fine. That's but there's something. That's this, coming up. That, 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 that is a. Zoom meeting. <laughs> hey, Catch me in. We change and shut up. I, I would. Something's missing. I thought there might be something going when he when he first did the kind of the, uh, the character switch up. But he kind of reverted back to his old style of like kind of promo it's it just yeah. feels theory feels very generic to me and i'm not really interested in what he has going on outside of this trip like the two other contenders in this match i'm much more interested in than whatever theory has going on amen Don't so if, if they put him in that title area i'll be like i get i get it but like nah um perhaps the most head scratching out of all of them that was announced Seth Rollins versus Omos was announced on SmackDown to the resounding. If everyone what could the make the Scooby-Doo sound <laughs> at once. Um, yeah. That, that's exactly what happened on Twitter. I was with it. I was. This is the kind of like. And I agree with you and your sentiment about it. The only p- reason people aren't with it, they're lying to themselves and saying that this is weird. The only people, only reason people aren't with it is because they think Omos sucks. Um, yeah, almost is extremely overhated online. It's really weird. It's almost becoming like Miz territory. Where like Miz seems over. Like Miz is the person to point out. Like if any time, that's like the the meme now. Like if anybody goes to WWE, oh well, if they go to WWE, they have to have their first feud with Miz. Like like Miz is like I can't terrible. Or something. Time where almost really underperformed. Not saying that he, he hasn't. 
I'm not saying that he's gone above and beyond and really doing drop kicks and all this other shit like that, but I haven't seen a situation. Him versus Braun, him versus Brock, him versus a lot of people. I the Lashley seen... match at Backlash was straight. The WrestleMania one was all right, but the Backlash one was much better. Like I think since Backlash last year, when it's time for him to perform and do a big match, I'm not going to say it was the best match on the show, but it wasn't like it wasn't a stinker. You know what I mean? Like he doing his thing. It's not like he's wrestling Seth. Like you know Seth is going to be able to get a good match out of him. Seth will make it work. This guy's he's a vet, he's a ring general. I'm not worried about this match. As far as how it was announced, yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was just it was like in the middle of SmackDown just like at 9 p.m. Like oh yeah, Seth the wrestling almost. Okay. What? That's crazy. <laughs> Turn that up. Okay. No, I was kind of with it. I was like, you know what? This is an interesting thing. Sometimes Seth needs these kind of matches to kind of like it, it. It continues to prove the narrative of how really good he is, and then it also puts almost in a situation where he can improve as well against a really top talent. You sometimes you got to throw them in the fire. Yeah, throw them in the fire. React and Seth. That's what this is. What we wanted for, for instance, this is what we wanted for, with Jade for years, right? Imagine yeah. they announce Jade versus Jamie Hayter on Dynamite next week. Everyone goes, no one's going to say, oh, this is trash because they're going to like, okay, this is where she's supposed to be. If almost is going to get where he needs to be, he needs to face people like Seth. Yeah. Um, so, hey, man, if we, if we fast tracking this, if we're making him a big deal, let's make him a big deal. Um, I, I do like the, how they explained that MVP like requested the match. He's like, I want this match. And then Seth was like, okay, cool. I like, at least they like somewhat kind of yeah. explain why this match is even happening. Cause and then Seth <laughs> got his little promo too. He got his little yeah, like, yeah. world championship. You know, this is what I'm really in his jumpsuit. I was like, this is a weird fit, but go off King. Shout out um, to uh, King Troy for the one time. Yeah, man. I, I follow him on Instagram. Ta- I don't know if it was tailored especially for Seth. It looked a little wide in the hip. Um, but, you know, they, they made it work. Um, and I expect this match to work as well. Um, and then the final match was announced at the end of Raw this week. To be honest with you, Raw was a trek. Um, three I didn't mind Raw last night. I didn't I didn't mind it. I kind of felt like it went. I went through it pretty quick. I think it's because I was watching the Heat game. I definitely tuned in because once I saw Jimmy, yeah. normally I don't care. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't think I've watched any of those games of yeah, that series. So. I really don't care. But when I heard he was going off, I was like, all right, let me just tune in to watch this. Um, but with that said, end of Raw, I was surprised there's no other Judgment Day, no LWO shit that was going on. Did, did, it, did it seem like there were a lot, like a lot of people kind of missing on this show? Um, Like who? I, don't, I feel like, was like there was no like there was no Heyman, I think. Who else did we see? Because I was like, "Where's um? Was Kevin? Oh, Kevin was there. Okay, Kevin, was I there? forgot. Yeah, no, Riddle was, yeah, was there. Yeah, I guess I guess everybody was there. Yeah, I guess everybody was there. Yeah, was there was there. Trish, Trish, was, Trish was talking big cap. She was talking big. You're shit. right. Trish was there. Okay, you're right. Maybe people weren't missing. Maybe I'm bugging. Um, but nonetheless, they did the whole show thing. You know the shit they used to do back in the Attitude Era. It's like this man is coming, and then at the end of Raw, he finally shows up. Music Five minutes booming. Show. Oh my god, the music hit. I was like, oh, this is lit. <laughs> Bro, like, he came out like Stone Cold '98. He came in straight up pickup truck, cowboy attire. He debuted his new Adidas. Um, came out <laughs> with the kendo stick. Crowd going stick. crazy. Hey man, 
And he said in, in perfect English, she said, listen, I'm not hosting Backlash anymore because I'm going to be whooping your ass at Backlash on whatever day, you know. Blah, 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 blah. So this was a good closing segment for Raw. I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed it. Cool. it. That was, that was, this, it's cool. I think, like, people don't really realize like how cool this is. Like, I think we're older now, so, like, and, like, Bad Bunny doesn't hit us. Maybe, like, the youth does in a way we're like, yo, this is one of the biggest, like, imagine if this was 2002 and, like, I don't even know, like, 50 Cent was, yeah, like, on a roll, like, how crazy that would be, Jeremy. like, in their peak. It's Like, that, it's, like, it's insane. He's, like, he's, dude, was just at Coachella last, not even, well, on Saturday, I think he, like, yeah, was headlining Coachella. And then on Monday he's all he's in um where were they at? Uh, Chicago. Chicago with a kendo stick in his hand. <laughs> like this dude is nuts. This is insane. Um I like the fact that this is a street fight because it can cover up for Bad Bunny, who's obviously not a professional wrestler. I mean he can do some spots here and there, but with a street fight you can kind of hide whatever he right. can't do. And you yeah, and you, this is I believe this is his first singles match. Um yeah. so He's de- he's definitely got a lot more to prove than in the previous WrestleMania match. He's going up against a guy who tagged with at WrestleMania two years ago, he's, so, so he's familiar with this guy. It makes sense, right? So it's all you know. We're making it happen, and we're gonna see how this goes. We know and we know Dom gonna get involved. We know Ray. Right. We know all LWO. It's gonna be a big old. It gets, I, I have it. They, it's very interesting. They didn't get Logan Paul on this show at all. They're like, hey, man. yeah. He might show up. Who knows, man? Who even knows? That's true. Uh, man, look, I think – did that main event, you think Bad Bunny, Damian Priest is the main event, or do you think Brock Cody? Yeah. I mean, no, Brock Cody is main event. I think that's a good question. Or the six-man. Yeah. There's like three matches that could possibly main event this show. No, nah, I think it's between Bad Bunny and Damian and then Brock and Cody. Um, the, All right, this is where I'm going. I would give it to Bad Bunny and Damian. I would give yeah, it to I think so too. I think you lead the crowd happy with a Bad Bunny win. Yeah. Over Damian Bruce. Especially if you're going to have Brock beat the shit out of Cody or something. <laughs> Which I think is going to happen. I think Brock going to whoop Cody's ass. I think, it's how, I think it's how the show starts off top. Let's get Brock to whoop Cody's ass. No, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't. I mean, I know y'all, y'all will do a backlash prediction next week, but like, I don't. I think Cody should lose. It's tough. It's tough because he just lost a big match, but. Hey man, gotta lose sometime. I think he takes that L, and then he gets to win back. Maybe over at Money in the Bank, they have a rematch or something. Run it back. He gets to win back, and then somehow he gets a match against Roman at SummerSlam. That's my hope. That's kind of where I'm. That's my that's my uh, Quan booking. Hey Amen. For Cody, and then we, you know, hopefully that's how it goes. But we'll see. We'll see. The card. We'll the card see. looks good. The card looks good. Card look- Card looks definitely good. It's definitely worth watching. It'll be next week, next week Saturday. So make sure you guys tune into that for my prediction. I I'll let you know next week shit. when we have our prediction Ooh. show for, for WWE Backlash. Um, but until then, Quan, first of all, thank you for showing up, man. Of course, of course, anytime. Hey, man, follow me at the Comeback Spot um, on Twitter. Make sure you listen to the War Report every week. Listen to it this week if you want to hear J Five and Cyrus. I don't know how much AEW they're going to talk about, but it's definitely going to be a show when they talk about it this week. Oh, so yeah. 
make sure you tune into that this week. Um, continue to follow the A Show, the A Show RNC on Twitter, the A Show RNC on Instagram. Um, follow us at the A Show on RNC Radio anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And yeah, man, just continue to like, subscribe, share, and everything. Like this is a, I had a great time, Quan. Um, yeah, and I'll see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Peace.